and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by General Joe's Reborn.com, with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm all on my own. In this regular video series, I round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, me? It's the Full Force Weekly. How are you doing? Uh, good morning and uh, welcome to the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by General Joe's Reborn, with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. No Pat today, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, um, basically had to change to Saturday. Uh, Pat couldn't, we were going to, I was going to do last night, I was going to do later in the evening based on, um, you know, not having the time to get some stuff done. And uh, then ended up having to do it this morning instead, unfortunately. And uh, Pat couldn't do either times. So I've just gone ahead and gone uh, solo for this week. Um, yeah, we're talking about a lot of stuff, actually, uh, this week, um, which is, which is again, a bit of a shame that Pat can't be on. But, you know, that's how it is. Good morning to everyone in the chat. Lots of you already joining, uh, which is great. Uh, sorry for the rather early start time. Um but yeah, I'm I'm also I was like a couple of minutes late myself, but that was only because I forgot my own regular routine in the morning might overtake certain things. So uh, yeah, without going into too much too much information, um, I just rushed down and quickly started. Anyway, hope everyone is doing great. Uh, like I said, lots to get through, so uh, I guess we might as well start doing it. First up, then in comics news. <laughs> The comics have been really buzzing my berries recently, and even though we are only one issue deep with both Duke and Cobra Commander so far, new cover solicitations have revealed some interesting potential character introductions in later issues. Duke issue 5 will see the first sergeant taking on what is clearly a battle android trooper based on that massive claw, and even though this looks like the first interaction with the bats, we did see them briefly in the first issue at the Mars facility. Looks as though Duke will have a run-in with them in a much more significant manner by issue 5. As for Cobra Commander, it looks as though Nemesis Enforcer slash Immortal is on the hunt for Chrome Dome in what looks like the swamp that we know he visits in issue 2 when the Dreadnoughts get introduced to the story. A preview for that issue is already doing the rounds and we even get a look at the Thunder Machine. The Nemesis silhouette comes very close to the name-only classified series reveal we had on the last live event, which could mean we get a digital render for the next one in time to have a reveal in the comics. Very exciting stuff. Indeed. So, yeah, a few little kind of things have popped up uh, this week in the comics world. Obviously, we've seen lots of kind of cover solicitations. We've seen um, second printings for issue one of Cobra Commander, uh, which we'll kind of get to in a second. Um, but we'll start with uh, the cover solicitation for Duke issue five, which, like I said, kind of shows off the Battle Android Trooper Claw. Pretty kind of iconic looking, uh, you know, um, silhouette there. Um, oh, sorry to sorry. A lot of people have like you know, <laughs> a lot of people have lot lo, lo, figure six pack has lost sleep for this show. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm very very sorry we started so early. We'll be back to normal next week, no doubt. Uh, I do look tired, Paisan. I like I've literally I I mean I did get up a while ago, but I'm still I I always look like this now. It's just you know that's it. That's what that's what happens now with age. I don't have time to do my makeup this morning, my uh, show makeup, which I don't have to start wearing. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, yes, yeah, so I like Duke cover uh, 
Is, yeah, issue five cover revealing the bat there. And like I said before in the video, uh, we did see the bats very briefly in issue one. Um, I should also say there will be spoilers in the comics uh, section today. So I apologize for not saying that first. Uh, like um, going forward, and especially in this little section, there are going to be a few spoilers for Cobra Commander. If you haven't read the preview for issue two, I'm going to be talking about that a little bit. Uh, also in, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, there's a few covers actually as well. If you haven't read some of these issues and you want to wait, then just hold fire because there's a few things I'm going to talk about um, as well in those, more so than was in that little video beforehand. So anyway, Duke, issue one. If you have read it, great. Let's let's talk Duke, issue one. Really enjoyed that. Um, I did like a little review a couple of weeks ago about it when... Um, when we were on the weekly, like, yeah, like, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and really just enjoyed the vibe, really enjoyed the fact that it was going this kind of, like, darker route, and that it was effectively this era's Cobra, uh, the, the the comic series that saw um, Costa and Gage do that uh, pretty awesome Chuckles kind of story. It, it does feel very much like that, and obviously the things that we see in there, we see Merce is introduced and he obviously is some sort of kind of Mars Industries sort of uh, kind of head bodyguard sort of guy or kind of a head of security. That's how it's kind of like shown in that issue. And he kind of like commands a whole like team of uh, of Cobra Viper type uh, characters as well. So it, it looks as, you know, obviously getting that one. We did get that cover reveal ages ago in the um, in the solicitations, which actually is being utilized for the reprint of uh, issue two as well. So that is really cool. Now, there are a few things that kind of came up in Duke. Uh, one of them was that um, Dr. Adele Burkhart unfortunately passes in that one. Uh, but he meets up with her, and it's really cool how they did it. She's kind of like, almost like the figurehead of this kind of conspiracy theorists group, uh, but she's like legit, and all of these other people that are there are kind of a little bit like, you know, hokey, talking about all this random stuff. But you never know, some of it might be like real when you think about it. Some of it might be related to Cobra and their kind of what they're doing, which is, again, a nice interesting touch, but it's like the the point of view of the conspiracy theorist um group when you're going through the room and they're kind of look you're looking at what they're saying and some of them are like homages to what we've had in GI Joe in the past which is really cool so I kind of I really did like that that aspect of it and so when you kind of get into um Dr Adele Burkhart's kind of background Duke and, and her kind of go into like this little this secret room almost and she shows well it is a secret room and she shows them all of her work that she's done on you know on on this background issue this kind of situation with cobra and you've got on the wall she's got like um printouts of the mass device which is really really cool <laughs> yeah ropig did that um ropig did that um yeah so like um with that so you then kind of have Duke kind of following this like this trail of the work that she's been doing um, in order to kind of like help him out a little bit because he's seen this, he's seen effectively a transformer and seen it wipe out 
his very good friend um you know as they were as they were attacking it in in fighter jets themselves um he kind of escaped got away from it and um his friend obviously didn't make it out alive so he kind of you know and he saw star scream effectively so he is trying to come to terms with what he's seen the army and and also you don't know if it's gi joe but like general hawk is there you don't know if it's already you don't know if gi joe already exists or not yet really but they kind of hint at certain specialists are in play so you got stalker you got rock and roll you got cover girl and you got general hawk and you know they all kind of appear in different kind of points and actually is it is it cover girl or scarlet i think it's cover girl i can't remember now I'm pretty sure. No, it's Krieger. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Krieger. This you said. So I haven't read the comic since you know however many weeks ago it was, um, and so because of that, you know, you're not sure if GI Joe exists or if it is something that's like on the verge of be, like coming into creation. Um, so it's it's quite that that's quite interesting as well. So there's no there's no definitive answers yet, and um, so I'm I'm really excited for issue two. Obviously, this is issue five. So this is the fifth in the five-issue miniseries sort of situation. Um, before I guess, you know, once those miniseries come to a come to an end, we'll start getting an ongoing. Um, is what I'm assuming in that continuity. Uh, I hope so. Anyway, I'm sure that is the case. I'm sure that's been mentioned as well. Um, Ed says, got to say, the timeline is already a little suspect. It's only been a few hours since the Duke incident in Transformers, but in the Duke book, some time has passed. Um, in the book, oh, like, yeah, but in the book, yeah, but they were trying to cover it up, weren't they? Like, so, well, in that timeline, the Transformers thing happens um, with Duke. Then, like, he is basically being kind of there's a there's a period of time where he's like kind of messed up from it uh i don't know how long that period of time was because they do because obviously he's giving him a laundry list of all the issues uh general hawk once that issue that has happened is then got him in his office and he's giving him a laundry list of issues isn't he and so like i was kind of thinking like oh that's that's intriguing um, you're right, though. There is that other thing that in Transformers, in the Transformers side of things, in the comics, the Transformers have shown themselves a number of times to multiple people. But I wonder if it's just like, you know, because it's con contained within those small areas, I wonder if it's just being, you know, covered up. But that's something I'm going to have to look at, Ed, when I get them. Well, I'm going to have to have a quick study of that to see where we are with that tr that timeline. I don't know where this particular miniseries issue one you know to five would fall in that because i think it says six months later doesn't it when duke leaves general hawk's office i think he's colonel hawk at the time as well oh hawk's office so yeah that's something i'm gonna have to have a good look at and, and work out where the timeline is i'm sure that's something they've thought about um but anyway yeah so i'm, I'm interested to see where this kind of ends up with duke where this mini series finishes and how it leads into a kind of more ongoing G.I. Joe kind of series. Uh, but yeah, really excited for this one. Then, of course, Cobra Commander. Now, this is the big one in terms of reveals, isn't it? Because, you know, obviously we're getting classified designs in um, Skybound's kind of continuity. So you'd expect that the silhouette you're seeing in the background is Nemesis Enforcer slash Immortal. Should we start calling him Enfortal or Immorsa? Which one shall I say? 
Uh, I should probably just say immortal because that's what he is kind of going forward now. But um, yeah, anyway, yes, Nemesis Immortal in the background in that silhouette. I mean, it's pretty clear, isn't it? Pretty obvious, pretty evident. Um, and again, spoilers for Cobra Commander 1. But I mean, it's been a while now and I'm pretty sure the internet has ruined it for everyone anyway already. But yeah, Cobra La is the 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 situation that's going on in this uh, particular um, uh, continuity. So this is something that obviously I, that divides the fandom a little bit. I know a lot of people are fully against Cobra La, which you know it's all it's all personal. You know, if uh, preference and stuff. If you like something, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. There's no changing that. There's no um, you know. Uh, but like I, I would say that I really like the angle they took with this. I really like the fact that we are getting Cobra La in it, and I'm really excited to see how it is being utilized in this uh, universe and how Cobra Commander is kind of, you know, being used, uh, being created. Like you know, how he is coming out of this as well, and as a, as a character. Um, I mean, already sort of fully formed uh, straight out of the gate, Cobra Commander. Um, there's another slight. I mean, it's it's not really a spoiler at all at the end of the, the end of the day because we know it's Transformers universe. But there's another kind of connected connective tissue with uh, this particular um, this particular story arc, um, and that is with the Transformers. Now, um, the, the, this was kind of a reveal, um, but it was spoiled on a number of comic covers um, issues, including John Boy Myers, who we'll have a look at a little bit later on where, um, you know, a certain character was revealed. And I'll wait to talk about that until we get to that cover. But um, this issue, there's a couple of things I want to talk about with this particular issue. Now, Cobra Commander is a really good comic. I really enjoyed it, much like I enjoyed Duke. And I really like what Skybound are doing. It's got me excited about comics again. Um, I know there's that element of, you know, if they're coming out of the gate and they, they, want to go, they want to go hard and they want to kind of really make sure, Kitty said, that they really want to make sure that they're, they're doing the right thing um, and making it really interesting and really, you know, um, action-packed, really dark and a bit brutal in places. And if you've seen the preview to issue two, which, again, link in the description if you uh, want to check that out. And again, spoilers, we're going to talk about issue two, two's preview in in it for a little bit. Dreadnoks, obviously, if you've read the first one, you'll know that Dreadnoks are coming into it at the end. Uh, they're going to go see Zartan in the swamp. Um, and it looks like in the preview, uh, the Dreadnoks are kind of almost like, I mean, it's got it's got some sort of like the Hills Have Eyes vibes, that, that preview. There's like, you know, some dark elements going on where they're effectively, you know, um, trying to get information, I guess, out of, um, out of people they've captured. And Buzzer basically uses his uh, chainsaw on one of them, one of the captors, to make the other one talk. It's brutal. So um, Scarlet's not in them yet, uh, by the way, in that, that for that question that popped up, slave. No, Scarlet's not in there yet. Um, yeah, so that's really you know brutal. Obviously, the Cobra, the first Cobra issue was really brutal. Duke was harsh, like loads of people wiped out in a room by Cobra, um, you know, troops of some description, um, you, you assume. And um, yeah, so with this one, um, with this kind of issue, or with this kind of story arc, I'm, again, really excited to see where it goes. The Dreadnoughts show up, we see Buzzer Ripper, 
We see them in the Thunder Machine, but we don't see Thrasher. We don't see Thrasher yet, but I'm sure he'll be in the future. We'll get Thrasher. I hope. I hope anyway. But it's it's quite again interesting what they're doing to incorporate um, those elements into the uh, series. And also, if this is effectively, you know, if we are looking at classified designs, are we looking at kind of like future classified releases as well? Like, are we looking at, you know. Um, that Cobra Commander with the hat, uh, sort of like old snake vibe. Are we looking at that um, release at some point with the jacket, the disguise? That would be freaking awesome. Are we looking at more Cobra La? Most likely, most likely. Um, are we, you know, are we looking at, a, you know, do we see the design? Well, the design, I say the design, it is a pretty standard look that they've gone with with uh, globulus and pythona in that first issue so you know are, are we looking at those two coming into life i imagine so if we get a nemesis immortal uh what i do like though is the fact that they've silhouetted nemesis immortal because that does insinuate that they want to maybe reveal nemesis immortal before issue five uh issue four comes along um, or maybe even before that, maybe even before issue two or issue three. We, we, it could be that we see Nemesis Immortal long before this issue. Um, and it could be, uh, I might, right, okay, so in Cobra issue one, there is a part in the, in the uh, story where, the, right at the end, where Cobra has left Cobra Lara and he's heading towards um, Zartan's swamp thing, right? And he's with someone that's someone he refers to as a grunt as a grunt not grunt um but there was a a, a thought of maybe oh is that is that uh, uh is that robert graves is that what we're looking at here no uh i don't think so i think he was just using it as a term you know you're just a grunt sort of thing but he's been tasked with uh you know making sure going with cobra commander protecting him etc cetera, etc cetera, to make sure he gets to his uh, destination uh, unharmed and everything I wonder, is that character in disguise Nemesis Immortal? I don't know what that means. Like, is he going to, like, you know, transport? Is it going to be, like, hulking out sort of thing? What is that going to look like? What is that going to be? Is that the case? And the other thing is it could just be just a random Cobra La, you know, jerk who's gone along with him to help him and, that you know, he's just in... Um, or, or one of the... Like, a person that they've hired to look after him who is being you know told to you know just just some lackey basically um but anyway i i wonder if we if that is nemesis immortal and we, his name is graves is it from from what from where did you get that because it doesn't say that in any part of the issue unless it's in some sort of um is his name Graves? I don't recall seeing that in the issue. If it is, then it's Grunt, that which is crazy, and that'll just be show you how he becomes a GI Joe, I guess. That that's that's really interesting if that is him, because there's a lot of there's a lot of starting off with a with a few crossed things, isn't there? Like we've got, you know, the Baroness looks to be some in some way, shape, or form with GI Joe on one of those early cover reveals. You've got Mercer, who obviously starts as a as a Viper in real, the real. Oh no, it is he isn't called Graves. Okay, good. Okay, for a second there, I thought it was, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe it is Grunt. But anyway, there's a lot of crossover going on. Yeah, he called him Grunt, not Graves. Absolutely, yeah. Um, sorry, I just want to cover clear that up. 
at no point is he referred to as Graves in anything. So yeah, that is he's he's called a grunt, not grunt as a name. He's called he calls him a grunt. So um anyway, cool. Just wanted to double check that that was the case. Um so anyway, looking forward to seeing um what this reveal would look like. And I wonder if, like I said, we from the next live event, which has got to be soon, I'm assuming February the first. Um, you know, uh, G.I. Joe day, basically. And because of that, I'm wondering if they're going to reveal like a digital render for him, because they've done a name-only reveal, and I, I wouldn't surprise me if they do a bunch of render reveals, and one of them is Nemesis Enforcer, Immortal. Um, yeah. So that uh, is really cool. And then uh, maybe they'll do a reveal on this cover, because this cover is not final as you can see. So I wonder if they've silhouetted that particular character out so that we can't see it until it's revealed. And that's my assumption uh, as to what's going on there. Um, anyway, we also have, like I said, second printings for issue one, which is amazing, isn't it? Like the fact that these comics are doing so well that they require second printings each time is just something that's making me very happy. Um, again, I feel like comics are making a really strong return with G.I. Joe. And um, and that for me is like the th that's all that all that matters. Even if I wasn't reading these, uh, just the fact that they're so popular um, early on is is just really something really exciting. And yes, there's that aspect of having tons and tons of covers, um, but when you've got you know when when you're selling as many as as you do with these kind of things, um, that is a real bonus, and it only helps to. Can like not continue, but to make sure that that drop off isn't as dramatic, especially when the comics are as good as they are. So that's that's really good. Anyway, um, so this is the cover that has obviously has Mercer in the background, and we know that Mercer's with Cobra at this current moment in the continuity. And let's face it, it's very likely that we'll see Mercer defect to the Joes at some point. I wonder if the Sarge is involved at any stage. I wonder if the the, rene the, the renegades get you know brought together um, for that particular situation. That would be amazing. Um, and then you know again, are we looking at Mercer in the classified series at some point? I would hope so because look, we're looking at Zorana's classified version right there. I mean, Destro and Cobra Commander are pretty much you know the, the way they always are, um, and the way that we've seen them as well in um, classified releases in recent times. Anyway, that's that issue, the cover. We've also got these two covers for the reprinting. Um, again, one with Cobra on the front and one with Globulus. And of course, Globulus is, you know, you've got the the, the robe on, so it's covering a little bit of what, um, you know, he kind of looks like. But, and there's a few kind of like hidden aspects. Serana! You're right, Peppermint. I didn't say it right, did I? Um, it's early, that's why. Um, so, but again, it's very, I imagine that's very much Globulus as we know him, um, you know, as, as we know him. Uh, so again, if we see Globulus, Pythona, Royal Guards, etc., I'm going to be really happy to see those in the Classified series. Now, the final cover I want to look at, I think it's the final cover, um, is it or the more? There might be more. Is this one from John Boy Myers? Now, this is the um, the one I was talking about that has that slight spoiler spoilery aspect, and that's that um, Cobra Commander has Megatron in his possession, shall we say, at in Cobra La, and that's one of the reveals in the Cobra Commander first issue before he gets 
Fury buggers off out into the real world, uh, it is revealed that Megatron is kind of like locked up and and uh, kept hostage there. What, what's interesting is obviously they're in the they're in the Himalayas, aren't they, Cobra La? So it's it's there's an interesting thing here where you've got an homage to how Megatron was found in the in the movies in the uh, live action movies where he's in the ice. And then, of course, when they keep him hostage under the dam, the Hoover Dam um, in the movie, there's kind of like there's almost that same kind of vibe going on here with how they're approaching this one. Um, Megatron looks like a battle damaged Gundam. Yeah, he does figure six pack. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, really, I don't know. I'm just really I'm vibing for the comics at the moment. I'm really excited for what's to come. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to to see more. Um, now, I really want to be. Do I really want to do a um, sort of special episode uh, soon with Mark from uh, and Mark and Tim actually. If Tim's up for it, from uh, the from Talking Joe. So we I, that might be coming soon. I just I, I don't know when we can get availability sorted out, but I'd love to do that. Um, just to just to talk about the comics so far and how we've in, you know how we've enjoyed them. And you can check out Talking Joe as they break down. Um, all these new issues, of course, on their own channel. Uh, yeah, go check them out. Okay, that is the comics. Right, let's move on then to a bit of Trick or Treat Studios news. Trick or Treat Studios dropped a stealthy reveal in the week when they posted a video of their 2024 catalogue. The video showed off new masks for the line including Snake Eyes and Destro as well as two candy pails or sweet buckets of Snake Eyes and Cobra Commander. More information will follow as the year progresses. Yep, so this one is um, really only, we've only seen reveals of these in the 2024 catalogue. What's interesting uh, with this particular story is that I was scrolling through, you know, all the socials at some point during the day um and i got to um because i follow trick or treat studios because of course they have the joe license so you know you want to kind of follow them on all platforms just to see if they reveal anything and i go past that thing and i see the catalog and it's moved like the pages are moving and i maybe got into like i don't know like five or six turns and i was kind of like okay cool and carried on because i, I know they hadn't revealed anything they hadn't looked you know, we hadn't seen any anything new um, from them for a while, so I wasn't expecting anything. And so I scroll past it, and what you know, what have you. And then a couple of hours later, um, I think somebody sent me uh, somebody sent me a message, or no, I think yeah, it was in the group. It was in our uh, it was in our full force group, and I think one of the guys posted in there, "Oh, have, have you seen this?" And I was like, "Oh, what?" And then I thought immediately, I thought, I, I know where that's from. It's from that catalogue I was looking at that I stopped looking at at the last minute. So, yeah. Um, and it was kind of actually, it was because it was a time-sensitive issue going on. And I had to do something, and you know, while I was looking at it. So I was like, oh, crap, I better do that instead. So, annoyingly, I missed the kind of, the, the, the kind of ball on, I dropped the ball on that one. But this is the page taken from that uh, catalogue uh, for the G.I. Joe section. And we've got a number of 2024 releases. Obviously, they, they've already done their Cobra Commander helmet with the removable faceplate, which I don't have in my possession. Um, I do have the Modern Icons helmet, which is cool, but I don't have this one, which looks even more interesting and cool. And the fact that it's got a magnetic faceplate is pretty dope. I mean, that is like... That is like your movie all day long, isn't it? And then you could do, you could have like some snake prosthetic face done underneath 
and then you could remove the mask and then it would be like the whole scene with uh, with Roadblock. Um, I really hope that inside the faceplate they've got all the, the... I mean, that's impossible, but it'd be really cool if it was like all electronic, you know, designs and vibes and stuff, just like, um, just like the actual one in the movie. But I don't know how you'd see out of it, so maybe not. Anyway... Um, yeah, and then of course, of course, uh, uh, yeah, as well as them obviously promoting their old product, they also threw in a bunch of new stuff. Uh, so we get a Snake Eyes helmet again. I wonder how it compares to the Modern Icons one because the Modern Icons one is a little bit tight around my face. Um, it kind of like it, it, it's kind of split on the on both sides, the Snake Eyes one, and it is like a hard helmet. It's not like, you know, it should be a mask with a visor, with a hard visor, but obviously that doesn't translate well to actually having a mask so um it's kind of like hard you know material but it's it's got a, a split on both sides with elastic like strips like big thick elastic strips like you know decent ones not just like you know uh like stuck on there sort of thing and so when you open it it kind of stretches out but then the elastic's really tight and compresses back you know to close again and if your head's a little bit bigger like mine then yeah, it just kind of like pinches your face in quite a little, uh, quite a lot. So it's not comfortable to wear, uh, or easy to get on. Actually, um, it is, a, and like you don't want to break it or mess it up. And you're probably not going to, but yeah, you still don't want to do that. So I wonder how this they're going to approach this one because again, this looks very similar. It looks like it's going to be hard, kind of whole helmet sort of vibe for Snake Eyes. Uh, interesting to see what they do with that one. Uh, and of course, the Destro helmet, which looks real killer. That looks awesome. And again, I'm interested to see how it uh, works. If it's like, it, I'm not sure. It, does it like? It's not latex, is it? Uh, but you know, you wonder how that would. Um, you wonder how it would look and how it would work. But I think this is really cool. This this Destro one. Um, and yeah, some people are mentioning how cool it would be in gold as well. And uh, yeah, it would look amazing. Figure six pack in gold, definitely. Um, Destro Mask looks killer indeed, Ed. Yeah, it really does. Uh, full force to use, Azul, as well. Um, and then, of course, we've got the candy pails, the Snake Eyes and uh, Cobra Commander mm -hmm. candy pails, or as I would directly translate that, sweet bucket. Um, yeah, we call them sweets in the UK, guys. And we call, um, we don't, we, I don't think we've ever used the, the term pale ever, other than to describe our skin color <laughs> from not getting enough sun. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think the, the 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 Destro one's really cool, and I could see them doing. I mean, technically, we spoke about it on the uh, Iron Grenadiers. Let's talk classified Iron Grenadiers episode the other day. You could do an Obsidian Destro one, can you? Where it's all black, that would be pretty cool. But yeah, the the a gold obviously seems to be a, 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 an absolute winner for them to do uh, as a repaint, um, and I could see them doing that easy. Um, you could get, and Diana says you can get buy two and paint one of them gold. Done. Um, yeah, and of course, like I was saying, yeah, the, the sweet buckets. Let's come back to the sweet buckets. Um, these are really fun and cute looking, and I kind of want them for Halloween. I kind of do want these uh, in a big way, and I kind of want that Destro helmet. Like having the Snake Eyes and Cobra Commander Modern Icons helmet doesn't necessarily make me want the ones that they do for Trick or Treat Studios. Just even if they are much better. And cooler and and more shapely to you know the actual characters or what have you, what have you. I still I I'm probably just going to going. I probably might just get that Destro one because it looks awesome. But I'm really interested to see how it works, how it actually operates, um, how you get it on your head. Uh, anyway, 
that is Trick or Treat Studios. More information will obviously come uh, as the year progresses, as I said in the video. So when we get more information on that, we will get stuck into it. But before we move on, what helmets do you want to see, guys, in the Trick or Treat Studios line? And <laughs> and why is it Lightfoot? Um, I'm well. I'm kidding. I've got an amazing Lightfoot helmet, thank courtesy of my wonderful wife's amazing skills, um, which I've worn as a cosplay in the past. But looking at some of the characters behind me, just seeing like what would be good. I mean, Storm Shadow. You could do a similar thing to like Snake Eyes, but just have the eyes showing, couldn't you? Viper, obviously. There you go. That makes more sense. <clears throat> Ed, Viper would be a good one. Do you know what would be... Darklon, that's a good one, Diana. Do you know what would be a really good one that I just thought of? Alley Viper, with the with the, the plate that, that comes down. How sweet would that be? Oh, In fact, I want to make an Alley Viper helmet that has a little miniature, like, almost like um, screen inside that then has a camera on the front so that you can actually see out of it. That'd be sick. Range Viper. Yes. 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 Yes, Azzle. Airtight, says Diana. Actually, that would be a really good one. That would be a really good one. Any of those that are kind of like full-on barbecue would be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. Because that's the thing. It's like we're, we're, you know, these companies very rarely get over the, the core character hump to get into the really interesting stuff. Um and and you know it's understandable to some degree. It's, you, Bat is a good one, yeah, yeah. Bat's a great one. Um, Sith Viper and Slave, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I I don't know. There's 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 so many with GI Joe, but like I said, they very rarely get over that hump, do they? Um, in order to kind of get to some of the really really cool ones. But yeah, there's some there's some great options right there. I mean, just a trooper, just having like the helmet and the and the kind of mask would be really good. Big boa, Mark. Yes, I'm with you on that one. Um, space Force lid. That would be a bit. That is a long shot. Peppermint oil capsule. But yeah, any any of the Space Force team would be freaking mental. Um, trip wire would be cool. Crimson Guard, of course. Destro seven seven. Yes, of course. Crimson Guard. That makes a hell of a lot of sense. Uh, and a Python one re repaint as well. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, there's loads to choose from. Tele Vipers, oh, Tele Vipers, guys, come on! And then you can have the little readouts. Oh, he's so good, so good. Shout out to uh, Ryan Meltzer, of course. Uh, shout out to you and Molly, my good friends. And yeah. Yeah, okay, that'll do. That's some good good options there. Grunt's helmet would be good, just as yeah, just as a helmet would be good, wouldn't it, Sith Viper? That'd be really cool. Because they don't always have to be like full on face coverings, do they? They could just be the helmet. Um, that would be great. I'd love a Tiger Force roadblock one myself, personally. Lols. I oh, know I would though, I'd think it'd be great. Um, anyway, yeah, Heat Viper, Ryan. Oh, yes. Yes. High explosive something tank in it. I can't remember what it is now. High explosive attack something. High explosive. What is it? I can't remember the, the, the acronym for Heat Viper. Massive fail. Do you know, for the longest time, I thought Heat Vipers were flamethrower troopers. Completely missed the boat on the fact that... Anti-tank, thank you. Completely missed the boat on the fact that they had actual, actual like, you know, rockets on their ankles. 
Um, but I just thought it was a big flamethrower for the longest time. And the fact they were called heat vipers made it very, you know, fire-like. But obviously, you know, the fa I, never, I never read the... Uh, obviously didn't read or take in the file card enough. Uh, but yeah, high explosive anti-tank. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Um, ice cream soldier helmet would be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I think nobody would buy that, though. Rock Viper with stick on moustache. Actually, okay, you've got a point there. That's a beauty. That's a beauty, Zazzle. Um, Diana Davis, Cobra Commander version 2. I like your thinking. The um, the Battle Armor Cobra Commander, I'm assuming. Because uh, I think that's version 2 right there, technically. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Battle Armor would, would be so good. So good. Anyway, okay, that's enough helmets. But appreciate that, guys. Um, good options there. And if you have any others, throw them in there. I might come back to them. Anyway, next up on the list of news uh, is uh, an absolute double whammingtons from Higher Toy. You wait for ages, in this case about a week, and then two show up at once. Yep, I'm not talking buses. Higher Toys went turbo this week, revealing Zartan and Spirit and Freedom in their exquisite mini 4-inch line. Both figures follow their classified counterparts closely with slight deco differences, and in Zartan's case a very interesting new eye makeup pattern. Both figures will be $24.99 and are expected around Q4 of this year. Yes. So uh, this is the one, this is the classic. You wait, you know, ages and ages for a bus, nothing, and then two come at once. And that's what happened with Hire this week. They thought, you know what? We haven't done we haven't done a reveal for a while. Let's just drop a load of them on them and see what happens. I'm expecting one today, actually. I was gonna I should have checked. Um, but yeah, kind of crazy here. But we've got some, we've got two here. Uh let's chuck CCV4 with red visor into the mix, says Mark. Um, for the helmets, good idea actually. Um, G7M9W says 91 Cobra Commander. Interesting. Is that the yeah, the kind of awkward red and blue one? Um, uh, looking a bit raptor there, like uh, like there, Zartan says, Azul. Yes, we'll get let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because obviously, I did a news burst uh, an, a couple of days ago where I talked about Zartan. Um, so we'll keep this a little bit brief. Um, but yeah, what I kind of determined on this particular release was that it's pretty much your classified um, with ever so slight deco differences. There's that slight kind of uh, lighter coloration on the armor, on the shoulder pads and on the chest armor. You've got a much brighter red uh, kind of maroony burgundy sort of, um, a rotten burgundy sort of um, neckerchief, uh, more pronounced in, the, in its color than the classified version. And the snakeskin is way more fine. So if you look at the helm, the, the head dress on this, uh, Zartan, and you look at the one on the classified that is effectively its almost counterpart, the first one. Um, you look at that and you go, yeah, the 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 snake detailing is much smaller. And then you look at the the classified one, and it is uh, a, like thicker scales, bigger scales. So there's there's ever so slight differences there, but for the most part, this is your classified Zartan, isn't it? Basically, now the other kind of major difference, major, uh, is the eye makeup which a lot of people kind of pointed out looked very like some some places it kind of looks a bit jokerish with the way that these curls end up near the the corners of the mouth some people were saying there's an element of like raptor in there um and what i kind of gleaned from it 
was that the the eye makeup almost looks like two creatures coming together. And obviously the, the obvious ones are snakes, really, because it's, you know, you're talking a cobra-related sort of um, situation here. Someone mentioned that, actually, after the fact, and I did this the whole show and mentioned, like, birds, you know, other creatures, and never came to the point, uh, the conclusion they could be snakes, like, attacking each other head-to-head. Um, but anyway, yes, there's the, there is definitely... Um, there is definitely that kind of vibe that um, you know you've got like a, a complete change here in the, in the eye makeup. And I will get to the close up. Actually, let's get to the close. There, there it is. This is a good shot of to kind of see it. But they really do look like uh, like you know there's an they've gone above and beyond to make that very different. Uh, and I do like that they've done that. I really do like that. The other thing I would say is that they've removed a few aspects from the original classified figure. There's no monkey's paw. There's no snake head. But you know, maybe they're translating that onto the uh, onto the eyes. But anyway, amazing. Um, Zartan's face paint is very kiss, absolutely. Um, the raptor stuff, there is that kind of sort of crossover, isn't there, uh, with um, um, the um, the Zartan that came out for the Pursuit of Cobra, and you know, like a lot of raptor influences, like the the fact that he comes with a falcon on a stat on a stick. Um, the fact that he's kind of, you know, it, there's, there's there's a lot of elements that just, you know, you could have utilized that. There was not there was an homage to Raptor there, basically. Effectively, it's Zartan in disguise. Um, and then, obviously, when we had the... This is another interesting crossover, but when we had the modern four-inch version by the club, they actually utilized some of um, Zartan's elements. I think it was the legs... For that figure, so it's funny that like you end up getting a a sort of homage in the in the parts usage as well, which was kind of kind of interesting. Um, is it a cowl or hair? Oh well, it's a cowl. I mean, the sunbow. It's only the sunbow animation, I think, that made it look a little bit like crap hair. But no, it's definitely a cowl. Um, Freedom the crow. <laughs> yeah, I guess Jim. Yeah. Zartan makeup reminds me a little of certain interpretations of Lobo. Mark, that's a, another good shout there. Yeah, the kind of more decorative kind of stuff going on with the face paint. Yeah. Uh, Spawn, another good shout there, Ed. Got that face paint vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, they lent heavily into Raptor territory for Zartan Zazzle. Absolutely. Um, Zartan is definitely wearing a cowl. The animation sometimes mistakenly animates it like hair. This is just the animator over in China or wherever making an incorrect interpretation. That's correct, Mark. Um, it's country western Alice Cooperish to me. Damn Diana, yeah, that's a that's a good shout. Um, can definitely see the cobra heads in the makeup pattern, says Dan. Stars one. Yes, I I that's what I'm yeah, it does look that way, doesn't it? It looks like two kind of like cobras or two snakes of some description going at each other. Um yeah, cool. Oh, I see. It, all in jest. It's always been a hood. I see. You were just met. You were just joking. I do, do. you know what? I always miss the little emoji thing at the end, and I just saw it there—the little wink emoji. Sorry, G seven M nine W. Not to not to not to cowl you out. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Uh, right then. Next, uh, we've got obviously his loadout. So again, in terms of like Zartan's gear, he's got effectively pretty much everything the ca the classified version has, minus those little bits on the belt. Obviously, the little monkey's paw and the um and the snake head 
Uh, and he's got extra hands and a figure stand in this one. Uh, if you're not counting the retro version, which does come with a figure stand. This figure stand, actually, that I weirdly have in my possession, because I keep all the figure stands with the with the figures that they, they're with, because I've got that kind of weird OCD where I can't have them utilizing the different stand. Isn't that weird? Like, if there's a stand with a figure, it stays with that figure, and I have to keep it with that figure. That's weird, isn't it? Like, I can't mix and match, even if it's got Cobra on it and there's no name on it. Like, I, I, this has to be with Zartan. The only reason it's not with Zartan is because he doesn't need it on this display. But the other ones have got them, so I know this is Zartan's. Isn't that hilarious? Yep, comments in below if you think I'm an absolute weirdo. Same with this one. Uh, I, I've got a few not left over, but I know who they belong to because I can't. I just can't put it on there. That's Lady J's. That's Lady J's. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, those are the only two that are on my desk because, yeah, they don't need them on the on the on the old thing over there. Um, brilliant. There's a war over on GIJ Reddit about the hair or hood. That's crazy. That's hilarious as well. I love that these things happen. I I I, I like the fact that there are that there are conversations to be had within the brand. It makes it more interesting. And even if it's like bonkers or even if it's not necessarily true and we have proof for this that and the other whatever i don't know i like the fact that there's a bit of uh you know controversy around things and there's you know conversations happening i know it makes things more interesting anyway um ed says you make me feel a little bit better about my ocd chris i'm more of a clean right angles guy i like yeah i know what you're saying my desk right now i i, I would show you but it would kind of ruin the the mystique but everything is in a position yeah like lined oh it's funny in it and it's it's not even like like i also that's not completely the case there's a mess of accessories here and it's not bugging me like i don't care uh i will eventually clean it up though because i like having a more clean you know area to work on but that said I do, it it does give me satisfaction. So it's not necessarily OCD, it's more a satisfaction thing that that happens. And the thing with the stands, this is what makes it weird, Diana. I know you're saying it's not weird. What makes it weird is that I personify things. So I find it difficult to let go of stuff. Um, like, you know, it's like, obviously, you know, Horde is a good name for the app that I de helped develop. But, um, you know, like, there's, there's an element of, like, difficulty get letting go of things. I, I know a lot of collectors have the same problem there. But then there's also the fact that um, I personify stuff. So even that, like, you know, I'm not, you know, even this figure stand, like, I, I, I'm, I, I've, I've attached it with, like, I've made it a personal possession of one of those figures. And it can't not go with somebody it can't go with somebody else basically so you know it's not like it's got to be there with them at the moment like it's not that bad but it, i don't know there's there's funny aspects to it anyway that makes it weird um yeah it's fun and funny even if the hair fans are totally wrong <laughs> i mean it's not it's yeah it's a mistake by animators isn't it basically but even then it's it's not necessarily a mistake it's not like he's going like that with his with his cowl um, Luke says, me too. With two Cobra infantry, I instinct tell me not to exchange the rifle, even though it's the same rifle. Same thing, Luke. When I got... The, and that's the thing with some... I, it bugged me a little bit that we had separate accessories. As soon as I attach those accessories to that, that figure, though, it holds on to them and it never lets them go. Um, yeah. 
uh, so it's 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 funny that there's all of these little kind of aspects like you know hands and heads and extras and stuff like that that I end up kind of putting into like a storage thing. Um, but you know, so it's not as bad as I'm making out here. There's only certain things that that it that it relates to. But like you know, I'm not. I haven't. Or I, I guess it's because I haven't attached some of those things to certain characters yet. Obviously, when it comes to hands and stuff, you know who what character it goes to. If it's uh, blast effects, though, is another one. Like um, that one, I'm not. I don't seem to have the same issues with. Like I can mix and match the blast effects, and I can put them with different things, and it's not a problem. I can. Uh, I don't have specific blast effects going with certain characters, so at least it's not that mental. At least it's only really with their their personal weapons and a figure stand. That, that's as far as it goes. Um, I think it was animated as a cow early in the series, but then as hair. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's happened, I guess, um, both ways in the in the sun in the uh, in the cartoons. But again, we know why. Um, hey, Andrew. Um, Ryan says that's so weird. Said the pot to the kettle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, anyway, um, Zartan, there you go. That's Zartan. Then we also got Spirit and Freedom, which actually I'm a little bit more excited about. And I think it's because, excuse me, I think it's because with Zartan, we've had what three releases? We've had the first one with the monkey's paw and the snake head. We've had the, the Master of Disguise one, which I think is amazing, uh, with the color change skin. And we've had the retro one. And there isn't much in the way of, I mean, there is difference that completely, stand them next to each other, there's complete comparison, deco differences, one color changes, and has completely different colors on the on the gear, um, which is like, you know, uh, completely different, like almost like chrome aspects, isn't it? Like silver aspects. And then the other ones, um, you know, again, it's more like sunbow deco or like comics and sunbow basically but um i anyway the, the what I'm, the point i'm making is with um zartan i feel like i've seen it enough so it's not as exciting i guess is what i'm getting at there so with spirit because we've only had the one release uh so far uh so far wink wink um i you know like i i kind of look at the this this figure and i kind of go awesome like I, I love the fact they've done it for four inch. I like the head sculpt. I think they've they've nailed the head sculpt on this one really well. Um, so like I, I didn't mind the Zartan one honestly. I think a lot of people had issues with the Zartan one being, you know, with the kind of decorative face makeup. But again, I think it's pretty good. The only one I'm having trouble with honestly at the moment with uh, higher is the Flint one, which is a shame because I love Flint and uh, he's one of those kind of characters that I would like to you know get every single figure of, but. Um, with that particular one, I don't know, I might end up passing on it. But um, anyway, this spirit looks phenomenal. And uh, I love Freedom. I think he looks adorable. What is funny, though, and I did see a, a comment by, uh, I think it was Paul from Plastic Battles. Um, this shot on the left here, it took a close-up of it and was like, right, this is like when someone draws a an eagle from memory. <laughs> I get it. There's like, you know, it, it is very... Yeah, there's aspects that they could they could have done a bit more in terms of the design to make that more look like more like an eagle for sure. Um, but I like the fact we've got two different sets of wings um, for him as well. Again, like the classified uh, version. Um, 
but no, I think it looks really good. And I kind of like the, the 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 deco and the kind of wash on it looks really nice as well. It makes me kind of want to do the same to Spirit himself. He's over there. But then again, I look at that classified figure and I think it's it's awesome. I love that figure. I love that figure in an animal companion. Like it's just such a really solid um release. My only complaint with uh, Spirit and Freedom is the Spirit's leg uh, Freedom's legs. Um they're a little bit, you know, uh, what's, what do, what term do I use? Um, Playmobil. It does feel a little bit like that. You know, the kind of like very um, rudimentary, but kind of like, I don't know, very early one point of articulation kind of hip stuff. Well, they could have done a ball joint there, I think. And also with the with the feet as well, having that like post sticking out, I, I feel like the, the would, there, was, there would have been a a better way for them to do that. I don't know what it would be. Uh, like obviously posts would look weird sticking out the other way on the arms. Um, but some sort of like, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done, honestly, but it, it may be a little bit less post because it is a little bit kind of excessive. But anyway, love this uh, version from Higher Toys. Uh, and again, not much difference in terms of the deco. It's just like you got this kind of like heavy kind of wash on it, basically, which looks really good. Um, magnets, yeah, magnets is an awkward one though, G7, because G7M9W, because um <clears throat> the it like for one, it's not it's not uh it's not cheap and it's really finicky to get right. Um I know that like some companies have, have tried to utilize magnets in heads for like hats and stuff like that. And it's one of those things where unfortunately, if it's not done, if you're not doing it exactly right it can it can mess up and you, you know the hat can move around and it can like not work properly you lose a lot of um you lose a lot of power with magnets when you've got like them under stuff so if there's something in the way the magnets aren't as strong so you'd have to use really strong magnets and then there's a there's a safety issue with that there's a safety safety standard issue with that um and even on, on fi figures that aren't you know for kids um, there's a lot of aspects there that make it very awkward, very difficult, and very, you know. That that said, I think there's possibly a way around some of those things um, that that could work. But again, like you'd probably have to make Freedom's lower legs metal or something. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, enough of that. But yeah, good point. And I just wanted to make sure that we, you know, talk that through. Um, Possibly the best classified Joe and looks just as amazing from higher. Yep. Uh, I, I have to agree. I love Spirit. I think Spirit's great. Um, blast effects or DAS effects? Figure six pack. Yeah. DAS effects all day long. Uh, Flint head is not great. True. It's Diana. Um, Spirit uses a bandana to keep his cowl in place. <laughs> Says Feathering Oil Capsule. <laughs> Genius. Um, uh, the, yeah, the the red cloth was removed though because it wasn't, um, you know, part of his particular. Like basically, what spirit was originally was like an amalgamation of lots of different um, stereotypes, should we say? But also, lots of different cultures, uh, lots of different cultures within the native or the indigenous like American population. So it was like it, you know, some. Um, you know, like, I don't know which one it was. That, I don't know which kind of, I don't know which kind of like 
one had the um the kind of red cloth situation i'd have to like I, again i don't know the re i don't know the ins and outs of it i just know that they effectively the the reason for losing some of that stuff was one harmful stereotypes but two it was a mix and match of lots of different cultures rather than just what spirit would be uh, uh he would be and they, so they chose spirit in the classified series to be from like one particular um tribe or one particular you know uh, native american tribe so that was the the reasoning behind losing some of those aspects that the original had and i think they went the right way with it i think that you have to do it in a way that respects and also you know pays homage but also you know is respectful and i think that's what they end up doing and they did it the right way with the classified figure so that it's just effectively doing it you know the same with uh with higher toys as well and i'm glad they did that it kind of needed i think it needed to be done in some in some way shape or form anyway um yeah so that is that's that then we got the uh the studio shots again looks phenomenal um i i do I've got to say, I think this is my favorite one so far of the uh, High Toys releases. Just looks really good. Um, and, and like, it's opening, I mean, man, the graphic for how many figures they've released so far now is huge. They're almost like, they're almost like, um, what's the word? Like, catching up. <laughs> they're almost reaching, like, classified levels of figure reveals, aren't they? It's like, it's, it's getting crazy. Um, if higher keep up this pace, by the end of the year, they'll be they'll be running out of what you could actually do. You know what I mean? Like what you can actually do uh, with the classified line. And of course, like we've seen them add their own like you know little flourishes here, there, and everywhere with with these. So I don't know. I feel like it's just getting. It's I don't know. It's it's getting really really interesting to see where they go with it. Obviously, the first one we saw that had that kind of their own little kind of touch was the Tiger Force Flint. But then we also saw, what was it that we saw recently that had, because obviously they're, what they're doing is they're utilizing, a lot of the cases they're utilizing the back of the art, you know, like from the old classified um, figures where there'd be slightly different decos on them. Like Beachhead's got that kind of different deco, different deco points on him. Um, you know, you've got that with a bunch of the other releases. I can't think of any off the top of my head because there's so many already. Obviously, we've got the Storm Shadow from the website version, which is amazing with the Yakuza tattoo. That's that wasn't that was like really cool. They they brought that to life. Baroness has got the purple in her hair, um, and some other little aspects that you know was interesting. They didn't go with the gold that that was on the card back as well, but they did go with the purple interesting but like this is what i'm saying like they're doing th certain things and they're adding their own flourishes to it like i said that tiger force flint was completely their own deco design um uh zartan's eye makeup that we've seen there's another one recently what was the one that came out recently that had something of their own oh the trooper <clears throat> the cobra trooper was like so different like completely different to the classified but um you know same vibe but there were so many different like design cues they went with that were completely different so that was really cool anyway um yeah so um yeah uh that would be a great graphic to see all of the higher releases yeah mark i did one about 
a couple of months back and it's already like it was like it was it was one of those ones where it's like really thin like like they're all like in each little section and the it was like really thin slot slots because there was like 11 of them at the time now there are so many it's gonna have to be like I know it's, I'm gonna have to do something like that. I'm gonna have to do a graphic of them all somehow. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. Hire have done a pretty good job of churning these out. Um, they really have. Um, I still say the Hearts and Minds interpretation of Spirit is the best ever done for him, says Michael Jean Fleming. Yeah, Hearts and Minds. I really that was a that was a really interesting comic series. I really enjoyed it actually. And I just remember, was it um is it the Firefly issue where he blows up? He blows up that um, the office building, and you see Raptor like escaping out of the window. <laughs> but no, yeah, Hearts and Minds was really good. I really enjoyed that one, um, that series. It was really, really good. Um, yeah, uh, I can't remember what Spirit was like in that. Though. I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. Um, Ray Murphy, hello, Ray. Spirit looks so great as he was possibly one of the first figures that was part of the classified design course correction, dropped the shin armor, etc., and was closer to his original look. Yeah, he was kind of, yeah, he was kind of like in that period, wasn't he, where they were really changing direction. But this one, they had to, they did a lot more with this one as well. You have to say, like, I think one of the reasons the design was slightly different to the classified update was because they were, you know, they were kind of doing it with people of, indigenous backgrounds you know behind them and like working with indigenous americans to kind of like get a uh, to this design almost do you know what i mean but you're right though ray i think there was an element of um uh they were kind of like changing direction with what they were doing design wise at that time definitely good morning kickley we'll be talking about you later did i put all your images in i'm thinking yes i did we'll be talking about you later mate in the shout out so st stick around if you want to hear absolute high praise kickley everybody shout out to kickley he's been doing phenomenal work uh with gi joe uh sketches and drawings and all sorts just drawings when i say drawings it makes it sound so much less than it actually is what you've done is phenomenal uh paintings or i don't even know just pieces of art should we say kickley's art has been phenomenal um Mark says, with spirit, it feels like they're moving on to the next classified wave a bit. Who else was in that wave? Crocmaster? Ooh, that would... Well, there's one that you could definitely do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, it's not like Crocmaster varies completely from the, his vintage version. It's very similar. But yeah, you're right. They could definitely go to town on a Crocmaster with Fiona. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, that would that be the first one with the big with the big animal. This is the first animal companion, right? That's something I haven't mentioned yet. I believe this is... Is this the first animal? Have we had Timber? I don't think we've had Timber. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first animal companion? I think it is. Spirit is the first AC. Um, I believe, anyway. I can't think of any higher animals yet. No one's saying anything. So maybe there's a delay, or maybe you're just thinking yourselves. Anyway, go do the research for me, and then let me know. But I think this is the first animal companion. Yeah, I think it is. Brilliant. So with that, um, yeah, this could open the door then, couldn't it? That's like something I didn't even didn't even dawn on me. It's the first animal companion they've done. So with those are not off the table. So it looks like you know we might be getting the the wolves and the dogs and the crocs and the I don't know the parrots. Uh, whatever might come next, that'd be cool. 
um, you know, they could they could easily do shipwreck in the same way he's been done in the in the classified series because again, kind of covers both, you know, uh, the vintage vibe design, but then also just effectively doing, um, you know, uh, hitting two birds with one stone. To pardon the pun. Um, what about Snake Eyes? He didn't have Timberlake. No, I don't think he had Timber. I don't think we've seen Timber yet. I really don't think we've seen Timber. Um, anyway, there's your spirit on his standing up on his own with nothing going on but the rent. Uh, pistol. He's got some gear. Let's have a look at his gear. Obviously, Freedom. Um, and then Freedom has spare wings. Uh, you've got a spare set of hands as well for for spirit. I, I'm ex I'm expecting two C grips and two fists then in that case, because it looks like one of them is a closed fist. Um, then he's obviously got his backpack with the posts on it. He's got his kind of like uh, rifle and he's got his knife. He's got two knives. That's great. And he's got his pistol and the dio stand as well. So uh, effectively you load out for the, for your man in the classified series, which is great. Um, yeah. Love it. Um, Wilfredo says, I hate the size of these high figures, but they look amazing. Well, the beauty part is, Wilfredo, we already have them in the size that you like. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, this is just a nice little bonus for any four-inch collectors, isn't it? But no, I like, they do look good, though. I've got to admit with, uh, on that one, there's a nice, I like what they do with the decos on these. I really do. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, was that a typo? I thought that, I thought you were just being silly figure six-pack about Timber Lake being Timber. Um, Johnny B4 says, sorry if this has been discussed already, not been into hire, but are vehicles in their future? We don't know, actually, Johnny. I mean, there's no, there's nothing to say that's not the case. I guess we um, don't know how well they're doing so far with the figures they've released already. Um, and it's what's funny is they've far surpassed what is available uh, in terms of reveals. We've got, like, I don't know how many we're into now. We've got to be 20-something, isn't it? Um, and we've only had Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow. Is that it? We haven't had Cobra Commander yet, have we? We might have had a couple of others, but I don't, I can't recall off the top of my head if I've seen any others. Um, anyway, anywho, um, yeah, I, we don't know, Johnny, is the answer to that. Um, Peppermint Oil Capture says, this angle looks like he's wearing clown shoes. They do have rather large feet, the high toys figures. Maybe it helps them balance a little bit. But uh, anyway, that is Spirit and Zartan from the high toys line. Um, we are obviously, we've got a bit more news to talk about before we uh, close up for the day. Uh, and that is in classified news. So let's get stuck into that, shall we? In what feels like the calm before the storm of the next G.I. Joe live event, we have been getting little tidbits of news and this week we had in-hand images courtesy of Simon Riley of the classified series 60th anniversary action Sailor Recon Diver. As well as those images, Lenny continued posting inputs from the classified series and this time went back to where it all started with Snake Eyes. Let's get stuck into these then. Yeah, let's get stuck into these then. So, um, I, again, I did talk about the Action Sailor on the news burst a couple of days ago, uh, kind of mer merged Trick or Treat, this, uh, these images and the Zartan reveal uh, in one uh, episode. So I'm covering the same stuff a little bit here, guys, and I apologize for that. But um, 
you know, we try with the weekly, I try and make it so that, you know, with Pat, we get a little bit more in-depth discussion and we talk about it with you guys, we kind of get into it a little bit more. Um, and sometimes we all cover the same stuff, won't we, that I've done in the news burst prior, previously. But I don't know. I think it's quite, I, I, I quite like these episodes, um, the live ones. So I kind of enjoy the interaction anyway. Um, M Price says, I've been on the fence with hire, but this iron knife made me believer. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Um, Chris says, the size might not be great. Kitty said, but if you missed out on the original classified release, this is a good substitute. Good point, actually, Chris. Oh, well, yeah, you got a good point there, actually. Uh, Luke says, random question. Can you explain the Band-Aid reference on Helix Wrist? It seems like nobody knows. Thanks. Luke, yeah, it was um, included on the original design um, way back in, like, in fact, um, read the, there might be something in the Helix one-shot issue that came out in like around the same time, at like 2009, that came out with the Rise of Cobra computer game where she's seen in the Rise of Cobra computer game. But it's on the original design. She had a little Band-Aid um, and that stuck. P pardon the pun. That was definitely, don't pardon the pun. That was it. That was on purpose. Um, that kind of stuck with her uh, throughout um, those kind of re re releases. And the fact that it's on the classified figure is something that makes me go, that's so awesome. But yeah, it was just effect effectively added. Uh, it was on the, uh, the original design for Helix. There's also like, there are original input designs for Helix for the computer game, knocking about. Uh, we've posted them in the past. And, um, and we did, what did I, oh, let's talk classified Helix. I explained it on there, I think. So, uh, yeah, you can always go watch that video. Save me a job doing it now. But, yeah, that's effectively what it is. It's just It was just on the figure, original design. Um, it must have been some sort of, like, in... Not in-joke, but maybe some sort of, like, personal reference from the designer. I forget the name of the designer now. Oh, that's going to kill me. It's it's really accessible. If you want to just search it in... Um, uh, on Google, you'll see it, and you'll see the name of the designer on the actual input as well. I feel really bad, but it's hard to remember everything in the Blooming Universe sometimes. Um, looking at release order, we might expect Scarlet, Roadblock, Barbecue, Bat, Ali Viper, Crocmaster, Outback, Stalker, Tomax and Zaymot, Zorana, Dusty, Zorana, Dusty, Crimson Guard in the next few higher reveals, says Mark. In Although you have misspelt Crocmaster, and I'm glad I didn't read it Ron Burgundy style there. Uh, Mark, that's hilarious. That's the funniest, that's easily the funniest typo we've ever had. I would put it on, actually, I'm going to put it on the screen so we can immortalize it. There you go, guys. Croc Master. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Um, William says these are basically unattainable in the EU, unfortunately. Uh, talking about the higher stuff still, yeah. Um, that sucks, Will. It really does, mate. Uh, good to see you on the on the on the in the chat, though. Um, there is a site, there's a few sites. Robot Kingdom is one. Um, was it like Cool Toys Club? I think is the other one, is the second one. They you can get them on there, they deliver to the EU, I'm pretty sure. And they're not as killer on the um, on the shipping. So try those two out. There might be possible options for you. Cool Toys Club and Robot Kingdom. Try them. There's others as well, actually. There's another one, but the, the shipping's a bit higher. But Cool Toys Club is definitely a good option for you for the higher figs. Um, uh, 
Super Science says, I want a camo repaint for Snake Eyes, the Operation Blackout concept art one. Oh, yeah. That's a throwback. Yes, they've, yes. I might, I want to, I want to get that game going again just so I can see that uh, concept art section. That was a nice little touch, actually, on the game to have all those, uh, the music um, on there, like as a little vinyl record playing was really fun. And then obviously all of the other extras were great as well. The game was fun initially but it definitely had a shelf life like it really did like i didn't want to go back and play it again necessarily once i completed it like i was i was done with that so i'm really hoping for big things in the new snake eyes game which again we haven't even talked about the classified updates yet i'm talking about everything else at the moment as soon as we get more information about the uh the um obviously there's a couple of computer games we need to find out where from kerry when um uh, Wrath of Cobra drops because that's supposed to be well. It's Q1 and we're still in Q1, but I think he that he wanted it to be in January. So I'm gonna have to chase him up and see where they are with that. And then the other one is obviously the Snake Eyes AAA game, which I as soon as we get more information about that, I'm gonna be all over. But I'm gonna try and reach out to speak to people on the actual AAA game because I think that would be a really interesting conversation with some of the people that are, are working on it at the moment and yeah they're not going to tell you everything about it but they'll be able to talk about it in some in more detail than we've seen so far i think um you think they do a higher duke soon i do think so doomed yeah i think that would be something that we it's almost like it's almost an inevitability and at like a thousand figures in you definitely expect it at some point um it could have been worse mark it could well you could have added the extra letter that it was missing um i forgot duke from the list amazing we've had yeah we have not had a duke yet from high it's crazy um yeah no worries will no worries mate Ch try and check out cool toys club they're all pre-orders at the moment so it, you might be waiting a while but it might be the best option we have at, the, at this current moment in time other than getting fleeced on the aftermarket or um you know paying crazy shipping um yes dan stars one indeed you've used the emoji for that croc master um error um diana says seeing spirit i've more hope for a good higher duke i don't want to see one with a flint like face totally um figure six pack says anyone ask the hasbro design team about releasing sci-fi from the video game i'm going to ask them next time i speak to them actually you're right there figure six pack we'll talk about that we'll talk about is the likelihood of of any retrospective kind of releases uh in the in the future also what um let's talk about the classified things obviously we're talking about the the retro retro the 60th action sailor re recon diver <laughs> retro diver um yeah so thanks to simon riley for these images um again we get some good shots of the close-ups of the face sculpts uh, through the packaging here obviously that kind of torpedo rifle and the set i really like the secondary on this one I, I really dig that. I think it really separates the um, the recon diver from the you know from the torpedo release to a massive degree, and all of the options and the the different things that comes with it's just it's so awesome. Um, and obviously, we see the um, submersible sort of kind of gizmo here as well, which is really cool. I don't know if the I'm I'm assuming that the blade spins around inside. I just assume that's the case. Um, I haven't seen anyone explain whether it does or not, and I can't remember if I can't remember off the top of my head if Lenny said it did in the uh, reveal way back. Anyway, I love it. 
I think it's really awesome. Love the deco and all the little like dealios, all little kind of dials and everything. It's, it's so cool. Um, now in this image, we see the backpack. Now this, this is what I mentioned on the news burst as well. I, I did say that. Actually, before we get into that, a lot of people have said this might be a pre-use for a wetsuit kind of release, like a kind of like a preview of of that. And I kind of have to say, yeah, I think that would be a really good one. Like paint that orange and or yellow. And you've got your, you know, your sort of vibe with wetsuit. But I kind of get the feeling they might try and do more retro-based accessories with a wetsuit figure. But if, I mean, why maybe for a retro release, so maybe they might do that. Maybe you get the classified version comes with this, and then the retro classified comes with like your more uh standard kind of fare. Because the thing he had, the thing wetsuit had has fins, it's kind of flatter, has two what look like blooming flashlights uh torches on the end and has a handle on it and it's kind of like you know and then he's got his his um his massive like halogen light lamp in his hand and he's got um you know um his his apparatus and breathing stuff so oh it does spin brilliant thanks wilfredo i'm really um then that makes me more excited for this uh but yeah i could see that i could see that coming with a wetsuit a hundred percent kitty said um, yeah, there's a lot of gear, Diana, with this. A lot of gear. The extra noggin from the action diver might be used for a fumbles custom. That's genius, figure six pack. I like that idea. Um, Mark says, for existing characters, classified hasn't deviated much from the classic look lately, but with Tripwire, they let you have a new and old version at the same time. Maybe they could take a similar approach to sci-fi, traditional, and alt designs in one box. That's a great idea, Mark, and I think it's something that would be a, I think, welcome one for a lot of people to have both options in like a deluxe sci-fi would be phenomenal wouldn't it and all the gear he could come with like he comes with that like drone doesn't he in the uh operation blackout um version and he's like sitting on it as it's floating up and down um so yeah lenny did mention that it spins thank you wilfredo i appreciate the uh the the information there that's great um so yeah like with sci-fi i think that'd be great as well to do like a tripwire version sort of thing and maybe call him McLeod or something. I don't know. Just, just kidding. Um, the backpack then, the or the breathing, the breathing apparatus backpack thing, has got Cobra sigils on it, which is an interesting thing because when I first heard about the 60th, I have to admit I thought it was going to be super generic military stuff, and that it was going to be, yes, you could obviously use them with your classified figures, but it would be not necessarily directly related to the classified universe in that. Cobra exists in that G.I. Joe logos are on stuff, but they are doing that. And that's totally cool. I, I don't have a problem with it. It was just in my head. I was assuming it was going to be like super generic. Not that it matters at the end of the day, um, but those little Cobra, like, you know, like cross throughs and everything. I like that. Like he's really gone to town with the, the you know, like imagine the real world aspect. He's killed a Cobra like trooper underwater or whatever he gets back after the mission he gets his backpack he then goes right i'm gonna laser print another <laughs> i'm gonna take this to the laser printer and i'm gonna get into a laser engrave another one of those in the exact specific spot that it needs to be in in line with the others it's like yeah it's like those um i found out recently that in certain college football teams have stickers that got on their helmet when they achieve certain things is it Mich michigan state and Ohio, is it? There's, there's, I can't remember which which teams. There's a couple that are famous for it. And the position they put stickers on their helmet when they like achieve something. Like it could be 
you know, wins. It could be, you know, you like you all this kind of stuff. And I just I found that really fascinating. And there's a really good website on ESPN that that goes into the um, reasons for it and everything and, and all of the tradition. And it's really interesting to, to 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 check out. I know it's not the same thing, but it just reminds me of that with like him going to the utmost like effort to like to notify that he's killed a cobra. Michigan and Ohio State does have helmet stickers. Brilliant, Jason. Yeah, it was those two then. That's that's the two that I was uh, um, specifically referencing from that website. But yeah, um, and the only reason it dawned on me is because we were watching a Michigan game, I think, and mm -hmm. this was over the holiday. And I noticed the stickers, and I'm like, some of them had more, some of them had less, and it was like interesting. So I kind of like I looked it up, and it was really cool. Um, anyway, um, was it that? I think it was. I think it was that one. And you know, the, the the two teams do the stickers differently. Like some of them have they're different shapes, obviously. Some of them have complete like loads of different things. It's really interesting. Really interesting. And um and yeah, like the personal things that you you know you might achieve that stick on there. But that's what reminded me of this. It's like he's gone to the massive effort of of like putting another kill on his on his scuba pack. Anyway, brilliant stuff. Um then we have the the shot from the front, and obviously the and the other breathing apparatus like attached to the front the, with the twenty four on it. Again, lots of different combinations here. You can gear this guy up to the absolute nines. It's a really cool figure, and yeah, I just love all the options that you're going to be having with this one. Um, and again, there's a shot from the side of the uh, submersible, and again, a bit more deco on there too, kind of like the instructions. Well, not the instructions, like the legal. Isn't it legal and caution and warning information uh, on the side? This is a you know a hazardous kind of thing that could explode if you're not careful with it. Um, but that's really cool as well. Now, in the the action in the shots from Simon, he does utilize the uh, submersible in the wrong direction. But you know we've all done it. I've done it. Hasbro have done it. Um, so you know this, that that happens every now and again, and I don't um, you know I don't blame him for it. I'd have probably done the same thing, honestly, because it kind of looks cool in that direction. But obviously, I think you spin it round and have it poking in the other direction. That's the real world usage, and I think you can even I think the the readouts are even on the other side as well, so you kind of can't see them if they're under your body. So it makes sense that you flip it round and it's pointing in the other direction. Um, but that's again great great shot, and I love seeing. Uh, this figure in all of its glory with all of its gear and there's another shot from the front of this bad boy love it um yeah i'm really excited for the uh, 60th anniversary stuff uh, more to come as well and i'm really excited to see what that brings as well um yeah and then we have the loadout huge loadout here so many things that, they, that this figure comes with um and like i said that is something like the satchel i don't even think we saw that on him but the satchel goes can go on him as well he's got that kind of like uh, gauge as well, uh, another uh, which I think attaches to the chest as, as another option too. There's lots of cool stuff on this, man. It's it's, it's awesome. Um, Yorktown Joe says, hopping on late. Are these releasing soon or still slated for April? I can rewatch if that was already mentioned. I haven't mentioned that actually, Yorktown, so that's a good point. Um, these are still slated for the same time. These are obviously just early images. We This always happens. We always get the leaks and the images of these figures in in hand way before we see them so what is it january now january february march april three months is about right so yeah i think april is when we'll start seeing them um if like all of the plebs us plebeians uh will start seeing them um 
start seeing them in April. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that. Now, let's talk about Lenny's input um, update. He threw up the uh, the snake eyes in the week, uh, the double O version. Um, so this was a nice kind of like extra to see. We saw like the secondaries and everything. Now, I do like seeing these inputs. Obviously, there's um, there's not much to glean. It's the exact same as what the figure could turn out looking like, I think, at the end of the day. The only thing was, I think he was talking about in the blurb, they were still working out the port system. Because it looks like on the, yeah, on the sword sheath, there's like a, like an, almost like a slot rather, not, not a slot, but like a very small port or flat port. Um, Eben says, just got on. Sorry if I brought up already, but February 1st, will we see any news from the G.I. Joe team? Uh, we are assuming it'll be February the 1st, but we don't know, Eben. It'll be soon. We'll definitely have a live event very soon. But um, I, I, I'm assuming it's going to be the February the 1st G.I. Joe Day situation, but who knows? If it is, there's going to be a lot happening. Super 7 are dropping stuff. I imagine other me like there'll be other companies doing G.I. Joe stuff in and around that time. Um, it's going to ramp up pretty big again, I think, um, at the start of this year, because there's going to be a lot of reveals. Um, so, yeah. I, but again, like I said, we don't know officially when the G.I. Joe thing is going to be, but... Um, looking and hoping there'll be an announcement very soon. Uh, maybe they're just waiting for next week to kind of get all the other stuff out of the way with, um, you know, we've had Transformers, they're doing a HasLab on the 30th. So, um, you know, it, it, we, we don't know yet when the G.I. Joe one will be, but I'm, I'm sure by next week we'll have uh, an answer. Um, anyway, yes. So Snake Eyes looks really cool. Here's a little close-up of the actual Snake Eyes uh, design as well. Now, I've got to say, um, without hyperbole this is one of my favorite this is probably actually my this is probably my favorite snake eyes design of all snake eyes designs not sure if that's like controversial or not like obviously like version one people love because you know that was their first snake eyes yada 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 version two the more i arguably more iconic version with the visor and timber and so on and so forth obviously is still pretty strong in the um, you know, again, in the in the zeitgeist of uh, the GI Joe brand, but then as you kind of as you kind of move through, like obviously version four was a big one for me. I loved that version. Version three was great. I, I'm I'm not gonna um, is a great figure with the with the trench knives on the chest and the and, and the the kind of the, the background story in the comics where he basically stole off a bunch of uh, sexually deprived <laughs> sexually depraved kind of uh weirdos in the uh like torturous brothers in the um in the marvel universe but anyway um joking aside that version three is pretty cool but the version four was again another one that was like a real like standout for me i love that version four figure but like as you go through the snake eyes versions there are lots of really good figures like the retaliation design was amazing weirdly enough like, i love the retaliation design of snake eyes i love the hot toys retaliation figure I think that's arguably one of my that's up there. Um, but but when this one came out, I'm like, oh, do you know what? Like this is it's like all those aspects, bar the version four and version three. It's like a lot of aspects kind of brought together, modern aspects, like making them more tactical, like some lovely little kind of design cues thrown in there and added. And I just think Lenny did a phenomenal job with this one. I think this one was just like so perfect. Um, I love I love it as an upgrade. 
I did like a whole uh, video review on this one as well on both this channel and the Diagnostic 80s reviews when I was doing that back in the day. And this was up there as like one of my favorite versions out of the gate. So like, yeah, like this is, it's just, it's just phenomenal. I really love what he did with it. Um, now, obviously, has it been overused a little bit? Maybe. Like, I think the, um, I, I will say like, I think the, you know, doing that kind of retail version and the Fortnite version didn't really seem like, I, I know I wish they'd kind of done some more with the Fortnite version to make it more distinguishable. But like the fact that you had, and you effectively kind of had two retail versions, didn't you? You had that one with the the red dot on it, and then you had the one without it. And then you had, you know, obviously the the improved knife um, kind of holster, because that was the knives were falling out uh, of everyone's holsters. Uh, sheath, sorry. Uh, everyone's, I always do that. Everyone's knife sheaths were needed kind of fixing. So that was kind of it's almost like a variant packaging version where the knife is on the leg as opposed to in the package. Um, as well. So there's these really quirky gray areas. If you collect variants and stuff like that, then there's a lot of Snake Eyes figures to get. So you've got like the double O version, then you've got the retail version, then you've got a sort of, it's not a field variant because it's the, it's not the same as the field variants that came out, but you have those, that other kind of version of that, that retail version. The Fortnite version makes it four. Then you have um, the re-release of him and Timber but like in, you know, ever so slightly different deco, but with the, the scarf, so it makes it different enough. Malibu stays with a new hat right there. Um, and then you've got the Desert Commando one. So you've got six versions of this. I know the, the Desert Commando one has a different head, so you can kind of veer away from that one a little bit as being another version of it, but it utilizes the entire body. So you're looking at six major uses of this figure so far. And again... It it goes to show how like good the figure is, I guess. Uh, and I again, I really love it. But I think the double O version for me, that deluxe, is just the pinnacle. I love the different, the very like the, the 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 color breaks. The deco was slightly different. It wasn't just all black. They and I'm glad they did an all black because that made sense. Like those two would have made sense. Doing like you know the multiple changes, like the running changes and the um, Fortnite version. I'm not sure was completely necessary, um, but you know it, it exists, and there you go. Um, it would have just been nice to have something slightly different for the Fortnite version, but alas, there you go. Um, yeah, cool. Sorry, I keep looking at all of the different versions, and that's not just the only versions of Snake Eyes. Of course, we have multiple different um, versions in Classified now. We have the Alpha Commandos. We have the Retro. We have what else do we have? Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I think it's those two, isn't it? Retro and um, you know, the kind of V1 kind of homage and then the uh, Alpha Commandos one. So there's plenty of Snake Eyes there, definitely. Um, we kind of do have an Arctic version, Jeffrey, in that timber and one with the scarf, because that was effectively supposed to be kind of winter-ish, but it's not your classic, you know what I mean? It's not your classic one. Um but uh, yeah, I know what you're saying on that one. Dead game version, though, Jeffrey. Yeah, we'd call if we got a red one or a white one or a blue one. There's multiple dead game versions, honestly. Um, oh, movie Snake Eyes, Matt. Yeah, every. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Henry as I was saying that. There he is. Look. 
so thank you. Yeah, there's the movie one as well. So there's loads of versions of Snake Eyes, which again, I'm is a good. I, he's he's the biggest character in the brand, 100. Um, yes, Peppermint All Capsule. Thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. Though YouTube won't post your super chat, so thank you very much for the super chat. I appreciate it, but I will see below your comment as soon as it comes up, and I'll call it out. But thank you very much for the pre super chat comment <laughs> um yes jeffrey yeah white one i wish they'd gone white with this um with the snake eyes and timber re-release and the scarf if they'd have done a white arctic one with the white scarf and like different like different tones obviously like grays off whites and so on and so forth, so forth but like effectively a white version I, everyone would have gone nuts for that and i don't understand why they went with a kind of like let's do another Let's just do another sort of deluxe deco. Cause like it can't be that much. It can't be that hard to do. That that just I think that 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 was the that was a definite misstep, in my opinion. Because there's so many versions of Snake Eyes um at that time in the white, like for, especially from Dead Game. Blue Snake Eyes says Falafel. Yeah, there was a blue version in um in Dead Game, and of course you've got um, the Fun School Snake Eyes in blue as well as, a, as an homage there. Uh, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I, Matt says, I remember Lenny saying he considered doing an all-white version of Snake Eyes. I would have loved that. Yeah, it would have been really cool, wouldn't it? Uh, we need the Snake Eyes rainbow, Robert H. We do. Uh, Flaffle, love these drawings. I'd love to see concept drawings posted of a figure showing its basic version to most radical version. I'd be curious to see how wild some of these figures could have been. That's a good point, actually, Flaffle. Yeah, having that kind of like that smorgasbord of, of concept design over a period of time would be, yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. I'd love to see that. That's, I mean, like effectively, you're just seeing the figure drawn in this sense, aren't you? Whereas I'd like to see the previous designs that led to this. And I think that would be really fun. Definitely. Um, da, 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 da. Your peppermint oil capsule, your comment hasn't come up yet. Was it a previous comment that you mentioned before that maybe, I don't know. Thank you though, for your super chat. And if your comment does come up, I will 100% read it out. Um, 2024, you know, we got to get a new version. A hundred percent. It's going to happen. 100%. Uh, actually, Vac Metal Snake Eyes, says Jeffrey. Well, yeah, we kind of had one a little bit with um, what's his name? Uh, Cobra Mortal. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, so anyway, the, he did mention this. What, one more thing to mention on this particular post. The one that started it all, the input for Double O Snake Eyes, what a wild ride it has been, or Double Zero, I should say. Uh, the line has grown so much since then. From the looks of the input, it seems we were still figuring out the port system for some accessories. We quickly landed on a post for its versatility. As always, a huge thank you to everyone for supporting the brand. You, Joe. Uh, so yeah, that was a nice little touch, and kind of like that was that port I was talking about, the um, the little post that they hadn't quite dealt designed at that point. I think if you look at it on here, yeah, if you look at it on the um, on the uh, sheath, let's get it right. You can see the, the post is very, very minimal, but it could just be because it's at an angle and you're just seeing the edge of it. But yeah, it does look a different shape as well. So it might have been, they might have been working on possibly different shapes um, in terms of the port there. Uh, and even if you look on like, in, in fact, they look like elongated posts, 
on everything, on the backpack, on the secondaries, got like a line rather than a, a circular hole, um, which makes more sense because if it had been like that, the secondary would, would have been running over it like that, so it wouldn't have lined up correctly. Um, anyway, it won't let me post it, says Peppermint. What are you trying to post, Peppermint? Maybe it's like there's like a block on it or something? I don't know. Um, just put it, put your general overall, if it's a link, there you go. It's, it's yeah, Peppermint, uh, yeah, it's, it's because it contains a link, possibly. So just leave, drop the link and we'll I'll just describe it in some way, shape or form. Um, weird that the knee joints aren't drawn in when the rest of them are. Yeah, that's actually a good point, though. I didn't notice that until you just mentioned it. Maybe, no, that's true, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, lines going on there. Maybe it wasn't, um, maybe it wasn't added because, um, maybe it's on a different image and, and uh, Lenny posted one that was prior to finishing that out, possibly. But you're right, every other kind of joint seems to be kind of cut in and lined up and everything. Um, and shown off. But anyway, that's interesting. There's no links in it. That's really weird. I don't know why. What are you saying in there? Is it swear words? Is it just a is it just a, a horrible group of swear words that you're sending me? Um, anyway, Will says someone needs to do a collected art book of all the classified art. They were supposed to be doing that. It was called the Classified Artist Series or something. Um, and yeah, we have not seen hide nor hair of that. I'm going to have to ask if that's actually going ahead again um but anyway um yeah I, it needs to happen we need to see all the artwork and I, imagine that imagine a volume of work uh like for classified to like you know say like the first three years right all of the characters in there and you could do it like a, an, a like an anthology you could do it year by year so bring out the first year all the artwork all of the concept stuff all of the you know, the actual figures and the packaging and everything and, you know, and all that stuff. It would be amazing. Hasbro need to do that. That needs to happen. Um, you know, all of like, like you know, full um, pages of the full artwork that all the artists did for all of that. And, and there may be concepts for each one. And just do that year on year. The, the volumes would like get exponentially bigger though, wouldn't they? Because the first year was slightly less in terms of uh, output than year three, which was absolutely phenomenally mental. But that would be great, wouldn't it? It'd be so good. It's wherever the Lady J Netflix series is. Yeah, Lady J Amazon. It was Amazon and uh, Skydance and uh, Paramount and all sorts combining there, wasn't it, basically? But yeah, I think it was going to be an Amazon series. Um, put that art on a site so the QR code's head there. Mm. That would be great. Yeah, big time. The Toy Files podcast. I'd be open to doing that book. Dan Kay. Mate, Push it. Try and get them to do it. That'd be amazing. Um, anyway, yeah. Shout out to Dan Kay. Um, on the Toy Files podcast, watching it, uh, the, uh, the YouTube at the moment. Awesome stuff. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the news. Let's do our shout outs, my shout outs now, and then we'll bring the show to a close. Lots to talk about in the shout outs, so don't sign off yet have you tried hoarder yet no well you need to if you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off then get involved you can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels build your collections with hoarder the app is free to download on google play and the app store so what are you waiting for get to hoarding
to hoarding indeed. Um, we are currently in the process of a massive upgrade um, at for hoarder, and um, we are trying to. There's a few things I know people kind of like having trouble on new Android devices, and there's also some other issues at the moment we're trying to kind of work out. But when by the time the new build comes into play, it's going to be freaking amazing. Um, there's going to be a lot of new features on there, and there's going to be a new kind of like way of identifying uh, certain things. So if you post an image, we're working on a very cool little feature mm. where if you post an image of something of your own, like, you know, your own figure collection or something, it will try and identify mm. that particular figure and fill in some information for you. So it kind of takes some of the work out of it for you. So if you want to kind of like build your collections uh, a little bit smoother, that's what we're aiming to do with the new build. So there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Uh, we'll obviously be able to talk about it in more detail in the future, but um, that is the the current kind of like situation, um, and we're all kind of full speed ahead on that. So um, if you're if you're on hoarder at the moment, don't worry, nothing's going to change for you uh, necessarily, other than from like a, an aesthetic standpoint when it comes up. But all your stuff's still going to be on there, by the way. Uh, but it's going to yeah, it's going to make the process a lot smoother and a lot cooler. So uh, yeah, we're really excited with what we've got cooking for that. Anyway. Um, next up, uh, shout out to Pat and Phil on Articulated Points. Of course, Pat is my usual co-host on the show. Couldn't be with us this morning, a bit early for him. Uh, but that is obviously, and of course, it was uh, he was busy last night and we couldn't do it last night either. So don't worry, we'll be back to normal next week. Shout out to my buddy Pat and of course to Phil, uh, my buddy Phil on uh, Articulated Points. Check them out on uh, in the comments below and all that kind of, uh, in the uh, description below. Um, for their YouTube channel. Um, Pepin All Capsule, hey, great to catch you on a sat again. Um, Sergeant S's, Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse is splitting into two due to, to trademark shenanigans. Seek out Zazzle's Clubhouse. Also, Sarge is in the UK in March, and we're going to meet. Awesome. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Thanks very much, Pepin. I'm glad you managed to get the the comment out there in the end of the day. And thank you very much for the super chat. Didn't realize that was a you took trademark shenanigans. Is there anything else going on there? Um, will he be signing as Sergeant Slammer? Says Zazzle's Clubhouse. That's genius. Uh, that would be great, wouldn't it? If that was the case, get him to do that. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so massive shout out to. Took me 100 rewrites to get that past YouTube, man. I don't know why either. That's crazy. Ryan Costello made it in time for the shout-outs. Shout-out to Ryan Costello. There you go. There you go, buddy. How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Uh, shout-out to Ryan and all the great work he is doing at the moment for Renegade Game Studios as well. Uh, big shout-out to Ryan. Um, and also, yeah, we, I mean, we talked about uh, Access and Allies last week. Um, really interested to kind of get involved in that. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. Big shout-out to Ryan and Renegade Game Studios. Why not? Um, also... Massive shout out to obviously my wonderful wife Kate and my little pup Phoebes. Uh, they're in the upstairs at the moment. Um, I'm massive love to the fans as well in the UK and the US. Um, yeah, there you go. Big shout outs to everyone. Um, having a good time <laughs> to Brian Sauer uh, for the amazing graphics. Uh, we're working with Brian on something as well very soon. Uh, that will become clear uh, later. Um, but it might or may or may not be being done for some sort of event that's happening that relates to what Brian does. Uh, but there you go. Um, thanks, Brian, for all the amazing graphics. 
uh, and for me able to vaguely describe what's happening in the future. Uh, now, Heritage Auctions are still going strong with that massive G.I. Joe auction. So I thought I'd highlight a couple of other things I've seen on there recently. Um, a full Night Force complement, although I will say that I think for some of them are, in fact, all of them are graded bar one. Um, but anyway, um, check out the link in the description to follow the live auction, of course. And uh, of course, what, what I thought I'd highlight this week uh, is the Night Force sets. Now, these are great. I love the Night Force figures, and I love the carded for figures as well. Um, I have a number of these uh, in the UK uh, on card, and they're just freaking phenomenal. Some of my favorite things to own, honestly. Um, but obviously, you've got Outback and Crazy Legs um, from 88. You've got Tunnel Rat and Psych Out, also from 1988. Uh, then you can complete your 1988 lineup with Sneak, Sneak Peek and Falcon. And, of course, uh, this is the only one that isn't graded in the set from the 89 set, the Lightfoot and Shockwave. But, again, it, it's still a decent set to have. Um, so even though it's not graded, if you do manage to get hold of all of these, good luck. Um, obviously, you can check out the auction in the uh, links below. But um, if you can, if you do are successful getting these by the 16th of Feb is when the uh, auction ends, then, well, congratulations to you for doing so. Uh, I imagine these will go quite high because they, retail-wise, they are ridiculous at the moment, these sets, these carded figures. Um, but again, not Lightfoot's one of my favourite characters of, uh, of all time in the Joe universe because I ended up doing that cosplay of him in this version, the Night Force version. And, um, yeah, so love these sets. They're amazing. And then, of course, to complete the collection, you got the two remaining 89 sets as well, uh, Muskrat, Spearhead and Max, Charball and Repeater. Uh, again, like I said, link in the description if you want to follow that. Um, we'll be doing little updates on the Heritage Auctions and looking at different things uh, every week until the 16th uh, as well, just kind of checking those out. And like I said, it, it's one of those things, isn't it, with the with the auctions? Like, it's not something, it's not like you can just go in there and buy it. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to, like, there's going to be competitive things you know there's going to be like a lot of people going for this stuff that's just the way it is at the end of the day um and it is probably going to end up pretty high in terms of uh of of price but there you have it there's our heritage auctions update for the week uh check it out like i said link in the description and right next and we'll be looking what well, i'm looking i think i might look at some sky patrol stuff next time yeah let's get some sky patrol stuff uh so also this is it's not coming soon it's live now shug it um, yes, coming soon now is is not coming soon as all well, is now coming soon is now uh, more news as it's made. Uh, David Gillis and Brian Hickey have revealed their latest Kickstarter book, and it is an absolutely beautiful toy photography, palatoy toy photography uh, spectacle, uh, and looks phenomenal. Here are some uh, examples of what you might find in this book. Obviously, it uses all of the the kind of palatoy uh, era um, action force figures and characters and some amazing customs in there too so if you are in if you are into this wonderful world of toy photography uh, especially david's uh, and brian's stuff then this is another classic kickstarter to get involved with honestly uh, i mean i love these books i can't i honestly couldn't get enough of them uh, and here's a good example of some of those customs uh, you've got the kind of black major there in some sort of like kraken vibe and you've got muton with some arm like accessories that look 
absolutely crazy. So yeah, some really good stuff um, in this. And, and a black shadow track there as well. That's really nice too. Anyway, Peppermint All Capsules backed it. Go and make sure you back this one, guys. Link in the description, of course. Um, and yeah, let's get that one done. Loads more to talk about in the shout outs though. My goodness, it's been a big week for Skeletron. They posted this enhanced four-inch articulation image of the uh, Wolf Trooper, the Red Shadows Wolf Trooper, showing the new uh, tilt elbow, um, in, 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 innovative updated articulation vibe there, thigh swivels, boot swivels, and rocket ankles, all making this figure look absolutely phenomenal for a four-inch collector as well. It's absolutely great stuff. Um, and on top of that, they started shipping the four-inch Wolf Trooper, the four-inch Gyre Wolf uh, uh, figure as well, uh, which obviously is a massive homage to the late Gary Goggles head and uh, Grindstone's 375-inch Retro Wolf Trooper as well. So all really cool stuff, really exciting. Uh, pledges and pre-orders are shipping as we speak, which is really exciting. And that just means that we're one phase away from, you know, even more cool stuff. We've got the six-inch figures to follow. Then we have the vehicle. Cannot blooming wait, honestly. Uh, yeah, so massive shout out to uh, Ben, Mark, and everyone, of course, at Skeletron um, for all their amazing work for this stuff. Amazing stuff. Um, then, of course, uh, massive shout out. Oh, my God. There's going to be loads here now for Kickley. Took a while to get there, didn't it? Took a while to get to Kickley, but we're here. So massive shout out to one of my favorite artists at the moment. Not, not to disparage any others, but just to say, like, I'm really enjoying what um, what Kickley is doing with uh, his amazing artwork. Now, this one, I jokingly said to him, like, he should do some sort of, like, Where's Wally, Where's Waldo book, where it's, like, all G.I. Joes and you're looking for the G.I. Joe characters and stuff. I mean, I think that would be amazing. I've wanted to do that for the longest time. Um, but obviously... Uh, it, Art-wise, that is going to have to be done by someone who's got way more talent than I, and I just think it would be really cool. This is just like that. Like, there's a batch of vipers everywhere. There's tele vipers. There's a tele viper like hanging on for dear life, um, falling down the, the kind of fire bats kind of exhaust hole. Kitty said, um, "You've got Dial Tone in there. You've got Scarlet in there. You've got Sarge pulling an absolute wrestling like a backbreaker." On one of those vipers um you've got uh, snake eyes getting up close and personal with uh, a tele viper and throwing a knife in his head um you've got storm shadow you've got crimson guards you've got you've got zartan creeping down the blooming uh like steps there the, the kind of like ladder on the side there um it is absolutely all going off and of course the firebat and avac as well any others i've missed in there there's probably a sneaky other character in there that i haven't picked out said crimson guard said tally viper said vipers storm shadow said him there's loads absolutely mental love it absolutely amazing who's a good joe with a w name wild bill where's wild bill <laughs> oh my god that's brilliant we could do where's wildy where's wild bill where's um I'm just going to have to look it up because I can't think of other W characters. Where's Windmill? <laughs> Where's Windmill? Where's Windmill? Where's Wild Bill? Oh, man. Um, 
Wild Weasel. Yes. Where's Wild Weasel? Genius. Um, Sarge with the Cobra Clutch says figure six back. Yeah. Um, yeah, you need Kickley. If you're gonna do that, mate, that would be amazing. I'd love that. But like, do like loads of different ones because obviously you've got the you know, you've you've you got the time. <laughs> of course, it's easy, right? You just like do it in really short periods of time. Uh art doesn't take very long, does it? Where's windchill? Where's wetsuit? Guys, these are great. These are great. Um, yeah, that all work for me. Um who's the character in shadow? What? Is there a character in Shadow? I can't. I've got to get a zoom in. Do you mean the one that's like, like near? No, that's a gun that's been dropped. That Snake Eyes gun that's been dropped made me. I'm trying to see if there's a. Sh Where's the? Sh oh, oh, the one coming through the door, maybe in the back. Is that who you're talking to? Talking to? Talking about? I'm gonna have to have a closer look at this quickly because. I know we've got a lot to cover still in your artwork, but I really want to see the exact um, thing you're describing. Have you just posted another? Oh, no, that was from 12th of December. It was the olive green blowtorch one that just popped up on my feed. As if that pops up on my feed now. Um, there's more to talk about, obviously, here with Kickley, but I really want to see what other character that is. Under Zartan. Oh, there's a. I see. There's a shadowy figure. For me, you put that shadow figure for me. Ah, oh, who could it be then? Who is it, guys? Who is it? Um, let's see what people are saying here. Um, Michael, Michael wants where's Xander? That's genius, actually, Michael. That is genius. Where's Wet Down is a good one as well. Um, okay, I see. Toy Toy Files podcast says Spearhead. You're saying that's Spearhead um, under Zartan's butt. Yeah, we got it. You put that shadow figure in for me, Kickley. I don't, I don't know who it is. Who could it be? Is it? It's obviously too obvious now, isn't it? And I'm, I'm being an idiot. Where's Wild Boar? That's a good one, Will. I like that. I don't know who that could be. You put me on the spot here. I'm gonna have to have a think about that. Is it going to be one of these like? Is it going to be one of these characters that relates to like the UK? Is it like that kind of vibe, Kickley? Because we'll let's let's move on and we'll come back to this. Well, I'll come back to this when I figure out who it is. Oh, is it because it's it does it begin with a Z? Uh, ben, not that one, not Zanya, but is it Zorana? Is that why you is that why? Is that for me? If it's for Chris, it has to be Lightfoot, says Mark. Well, not necessarily. It could be any of the UK things. I don't know. Where's what's his name? Another genius one. Oh my god, that is genius. Um, as in Ghost Rider. Genius. Matt O'Brien says maybe Bazooka. Looks like rockets on his back. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. Anyway, Kickley's gonna have to you're gonna have to come clean, mate, on who that is. You're just gonna have to come clean. Um, but anyway. The next one is this beauty, and it's Spirit and Freedom taking out some alley vipers. Now, what's cool about this is it's quite timely. In fact, all of yours have been quite timely. It's as if you know what's coming. Um, but yeah, Hi have just dropped their Spirit and Freedom. Then you do this one, absolutely awesome. And yeah, and again, Spirit is destroying the alley vipers here. Um, and I love how the the face plate on that one alley viper has kind of flown off as well. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, another beauty. Love that one. Freedom's also grabbing one of the, the rifles as he's flying through, which is really cool. I think anyway. I know he's like 
coming out of his hand, but it looks like he's flying in and grabbing it. Um, really good stuff. Um, also, and this is, you know, uh, another beauty, the vamp with Clutch and General Hawk. Again, um, you know, we've very recently seen the vamp with Clutch. General Hawk's now out. Got him here, actually. General Hawk. I need to do some unboxings like crazy, don't I? Um, but yeah, that was a, that's another beauty there. I uh, love that one. Um, and this one. This is the one I'm getting to, mate. Tiger Force Outback. You absolute lunatic. Love it. Absolutely love it. Of course I was going to love this one because it's Tiger Force Outback and it's the European exclusive Tiger Force release. We've seen him a lot. We've seen him in the Classified series now. We've seen him in like all sorts of fashions. One of the most iconic t-shirts a lot uh, available in the world. Love it. Um, yeah, love it, man. Awesome stuff. Love the work. Kickley, you're gonna have to let me know who that is, the shadow figure. Let me know in let me know personally because I have no clue. Uh, but love this. Great work. Loving your work. Keep it up, please. And please, please, please do a ridiculous where's Wally sort of um, you know, piece. More so than this one, which is amazing. I love it. Don't get me wrong. But I want to see this on, I want to see that huge scale page, like loads and loads of stuff going on. Uh, love it. Brilliant stuff. Thank you, Kickley, and thank you for the amazing work you're doing. Uh, we can't get enough of it. Uh, then, speaking of Tiger Force Outback, shout out to Plastic Battles, Paul Pamphalone, who posted this gorgeous, gorgeous toy photography piece the other day. Now, Paul, if you don't check it, go check him out on Instagram. He does little um, Thursday night battle videos where on Thursday nights he talks in a lot of detail about how he sets up dios and what all the tips and techniques and all that stuff. It's really good. Go check it out. Go check him out. Go follow him on every platform. Plastic Battles. He has also posted the dio for this that he made. It is phenomenal. It is absolutely insane the level of detail he's gone into, and of course, like you know, the mud on the on the wheels and the and the dirt on everything, and just it's just incredible work. Uh, so massive, massive shout out to Paul. Uh, I love that you're back in with the toy photography, mate, and we're going to get more of it now. So um, yeah, amazing stuff. Oh no, no problem, man. Uh, you just got here as well. Uh, you saw your image on the screen. You're like, hang on, what's he talking about? Is he bit, is he having a go? No, this is phenomenal stuff, mate. And uh, yeah, check out Paul and check out that video of his diorama as well because it is phenomenal stuff. Great stuff. Um, yeah, and that's it. That brings us to the end of the episode. How have I got two hours out of that? Anyway, uh, it's been amazing. Thanks very much, guys. Massive shout out to our viewers, listeners, all of you guys in the comments. Thank you so much for all of the support. Thank you to our patrons. You've got more coming. Don't worry. More is coming uh, for the patrons uh, very soon. And um, yeah, I'll be doing more content. Very in the. Well, I've got lots of unboxings to do. Uh, lots of that to come. And then on top of that, we've got, let's talk, I'm going to do, let's talk Classified Nemesis in, in, Immortal next, because I have a feeling we might see that one very soon. So to get ahead of that, I'll try and squeeze that one out this weekend. Um, but anyway, Kitty said, have a wonderful weekend, guys. Um, thank you very much for joining me. It, as always, it's been a, a great loads of fun with you guys in the, in the chat. Sorry, Pat couldn't be here. We'll be back to normal next week. Stay fresh, cheese bags. And as always, you know what to do after three, one, two, three, four.
force. See you later. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force